0: Don Kendrick here with some good news the good news is that you're only going to hear good news here I am a repurposed news reporter and I am finally doing the stories that have been burning in my heart for so long they're stories that uplift encourage and inspire and they are real and they're raw and they're vulnerable they're the good stuff stories, and we see it over and over again that through it all through the middle of our biggest challenges Together we can, together we will. Let's go see the good and be the good. Are your markets set? Let's go. Good morning, good stuff family. Thanks for waking up with us, where we know the best part of waking up is waking, waking up. up. Travis Ford knows it, I know it. We're glad you're along with us this morning. I have a bit of a cold, but not so much so that I can't remind you that if you're listening here, would you take a minute to subscribe on YouTube, follow and share everywhere that you can. I'd be so grateful if this, uh, these morning chats are helpful for you and help inspire you. We would be so grateful if you would share it. LinkedIn, wherever, wherever you think that people could use it, we would, would love it if you would like, follow, share, and subscribe, subscribe on YouTube. We're going to try in this next week to double our subscription rate on uh, on YouTube. Because we're, we're, we're making some strides. And if, if you follow us regularly, then you know um, that we come to you on Friday mornings to chat out the week that we've had. And to talk a little bit about our upcoming interviews that drop on Mondays. We can talk about the one that dropped last Monday, which was Don Crockcroft which was hugely successful. And again, I have a cold, which is why I said, (laughs) I I can hear it in my own voice. So if you would pardon me for that, we're going to start taking these um, audible only um, podcasts on, on Friday. So that's what we're trying out here to still reach out to our live crowd on um, through the streams. But so Travis Ford, what, uh, Do you want to give them a little window into what it's been like being with me the last few days Yeah, trying to battle this cold?
1: You know, um, (laughs) the word, uh, you remember a few months ago, I referred to you as a low-grade tornado. which T1 or something. Yeah, the tornadoes are measured on the enhanced fajita scale, which is EF1 through 5, with 1 being the lowest. So I said, you're kind of like an EF1. You know, not, not destructive at all, but there's just a lot going on. And, um, at all times. And, no. so, and so when nobody
0: who knows me would agree.
1: <laughs> so when Donnie is happy, she is really happy. There's nobody more delightful to be around. And, <laughs> okay. and when she's sick, she really goes down hard. So she's had a cold this week and made it count. I mean,
0: but are you saying that I'm not delightful delightful,
1: but still delightful okay. to be around? Just yeah. To clarify. Right, but I mean, she just ex- she just experiences everything life has to offer you know, uh, to the fullest.
0: It does. I seem to get hit when I do get sick. You're right. Travis gets fatigue and a headache, but I mean, and then when, he's like, over it in a day. Like or when two. you
1: get dressed up to go somewhere, I mean, spectacularly beautiful. Okay,
0: you know, think, when I you're you funny,
1: you know, when you're funny, you're over the top, hilarious, off the charts, funny. So Sorry. you know, just. Just experiences all of life to the fullest. So anyway, the poor thing, when she gets sick, she really gets sick. I mean, go downward. So um, yeah, it's just been a lot of congestion and
0: um Well, I can't drainage. talk again. Words are completely different in the way I say it. I'm like, It seems like when I listened back to an interview we did yesterday, which is what we're going to talk about here today, Sue Jordan. I'm gonna,
1: we're, we're with Mindy, and she goes, <laughs> I'm going to get Bindi the ben from the <laughs> Restaurant. You're going to what? Oh, you're going to get Mindy the menu, not Bindy the venue. Okay. Well, I think y'all have
0: to just be patient for a few days and try and decipher what you think it meant. Yes. Yeah. So if you're listening, would you weigh in? What? <clears throat> Honestly, we keep talking about different people, all have different ideas of how to beat the common cold. And our um, grams, both of them, or your mama and my gram used to say hot water and lemon hot water and lemon and ginger. I've heard ginger is good for oh. Oh, it's, it's inflammation anyway, if you're achy. What about, what do you guys have? What do you have? The whole controversy between mucinex and what's the other one we tried last night?
1: My sister would always give her kids, um, I think elderberry syrup. I want to say like yep. early on and she thought it would kick out the, the, the sore throat, the cold, whatever. Um, my mother was, hot honey and lemon and then put it in a teaspoon and then um tip your head back and put the spoon down your throat well <laughs> not down your throat but right at the edge of your throat and just let it drip down your oh, throat so it doesn't go on your tongue just, yeah, so it doesn't go on your tongue first it just goes straight down your down your throat um and i loved it yeah. of course cuz honey and lemon i mean how can you go wrong with that uh-huh. delicious so, yeah, that was her. Wait,
0: remember the 80s would say, gag yourself with a spoon? Uh, I mean, me with, I didn't Gag but... me with a spoon. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There you go. You
1: could, yeah. Huh. My right. dad. My dad, by the way, used to gag himself when he'd brush his teeth. Oh, he, he was so me. He was he so, so aggressive. So far back. He was like, the key to not having bad breath is to get as far back on your tongue as you can. <laughs> so every night, you'd hear him in there. God, is he dying? But it was every night he would brush his teeth that way. And I will say. I don't remember him having bad breath.
0: (laughs) Well, there's that. Well, I guess it worked. And we should probably add the disclaimer right now that when I do laugh hard, you're going to hear what Travi calls a smoker cough, even though I've never smoked. Smoker laugh. Yeah, yeah, smoker laugh. See, sorry. A smoker laugh. When I go from zero to 60, to laugh hard. With the cold, it's magnified with that. So I'm just going to call myself out right now. I just heard it when I started to laugh.
1: Yeah, last time. Ah, It's not back in the Not fall
0: attractive in any way.
1: back in the fall when you had covid um it was really a tough time because uh, <laughs> you can imagine donnie went down hard with covid and also her joints were aching oh and my she gosh was it was very miserable. congested at all her, but you couldn't but you couldn't anything that any sound that requires you to close your mouth that didn't come out right you know like how m you have to the difference between M and B is that you have to breathe out your nose when you say M. <laughs> Otherwise, it comes out B. So if your nose is clogged, you can't make the M sound. And so, or the N sound.
0: Who knew and you so- analyzed this so much? All I knew is I felt like crap. And I was hoping you could decipher the words I was saying. Anybody else have that whatever's going around?
1: I'm in the middle of a story. Oh, I'm sorry. My so bad. in August, her also <laughs> her joints were sore. And she goes, Travi... Can you do the log rub down the arm? (laughs) (laughs) So we have laughed about that ever since.
0: (laughs) Because poor, I mean, poor thing. My shoulders and my elbow. She was miserable. It was terrible. Well, the flu exacerbates it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So everyone's like, wait, why am I joining this? The best part of waking up is right. waking up. Wow, wow, wow. Listening
1: to grandma's
0: eggs and pants. We are honest and we're genuine and we're real and authentic. And today I have a cold and we're battling it. We, I say we. Technically, when my dad used to say, when my mom would diet, when mama's on a diet, we're all on a diet. And it's kind of that way. When one person <laughs> in the house has a cold, Everybody's got to kind of pull together, you know, <laughs> especially these big families with kids and stuff. It's like down they go, one, you know, like dominoes.
1: So, um, we were talking to our <laughs> friend Carrie Sad yesterday, and she has <laughs> two daughters or three?
0: Three twins three. and an, and another. Okay, bonus. three daughters,
1: yeah. a husband, two cats, and two dogs. So she has, yeah, seven. Uh, let's see, one, two, four, eight mammals in her house, depending <laughs> on her. Right. And they all need something. And four
0: girls and poor Dave gets no bathroom time, I bet.
1: Right. <laughs> I saw I just saw a funny thing this morning on Facebook. It was a guy in a hazmat suit and it said, um, father of three daughters prepares to clean out the shower drain. <laughs> right. <laughs> you Wait, know that,
0: I really should not be laughing right hair, now. So
1: bad. Oh my gosh, the hair you all put down the drains. <laughs> I don't know how it gets in. I mean all the, right. the shower I can understand, but the sink drain how does hair that much hair get in the sink drain? Like, know, ladies, but... when your drain starts draining slowly, that's what it is. There's no, you don't there, there There's nothing wrong with your pipes. It's just right in the surface, like right under the stopper. There is an ungodly. There's like a bear skin rug under there worth of hair <laughs> that's making that thing drain slowly. That's all it is. It's disgusting, but it's very easy to clean.
0: And then, yeah, my friend Tracy, when she said she snaked her pipes, I'm like, you're. I would be calling somebody, for but you, that's what you have to do. You have to get that long thing. No, okay. no, 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 we no, digress. no, no.
1: You do not snake your pipes. Oh, you lift up the stopper and you I take the that's hair what out of it. it, it. is. No, going,
0: that... Oh, with sticking that thing in there though, that's what you, you.
1: You might need to do that, but usually it's all just right. stuff that's hung up on the stopper. That's all it.
0: right. So the drain, the drain plug. These are all things that we need to talk about, obviously. But what we wanted to talk today was, about is up, This was that.
1: not on the script, by
0: the no, way. No shocker, shocker. But we are. Picking up such momentum, you guys, and telling our main platform is the Monday streams that they're recorded. They're not live streams, but they're recorded and they drop at noon Eastern every Monday. And we find these people who are killing it in life up against all the odds and they're inspiring us. And so last week, uh, Monday, we had Don Cockroft, who is the legendary kicker, punter for the Cleveland Browns. The Cardiac Kids era. And that was Coach Sam Ratigliano, Brian Sype. And when I first moved to Cleveland twenty years ago, twenty-two years ago, everybody when we would ever whenever we would cover Brown's games, I always heard about oh the curse, the red right eighty eight. It's like this these fans you can it, it's just part of their um fabric as fans, that infamous Red, right, 88.
1: The tragic history.
0: The, yeah, well, because it was, it were wasn't it the Raiders? I think they were playing the Raiders. Yeah, um, the
1: long-suffering Browns fan.
0: Yeah, and but so here's the thing. This is what Don Cockross, the kiss, kicker, punter, testimony is, as well as Brian Seif and Coach Sam, that Red, right, 88 did not define them, but Romans eight twenty eight does because they're all men of faith. And Romans 8, 28 is that he does, in fact, work all things together for good for those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. All things like he does not Paul doesn't mince words there. Works all things together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So we had Don on and he lives in Colorado now. And you you got to meet him a little bit on there. Like he has uh, advancing dimension. He's very forthcoming about that. But his point is he likes to be able to inspire people through it for him his testimony is that faith is what has gotten him this far and what continues to give him purpose were you were you struck by that i just thought you know my mom has alzheimer's as well it's just so much easier to go really god i mean come on but if you can see it through the eyes of these people who were profiling it, I think it helps all of us, whatever we're up against, to have a new perspective check. That's what Don Cockroft gave us on Monday. You can find that on our YouTube page or on Facebook. It was a great interview, I thought it was.
1: Oh, it really, really was, and what a thrill to see. I mean, people in in Cleveland, football fans especially, if you haven't seen that and you remember him, what a thrill to see a guy um, that you saw as uh, a stud back then be so vulnerable.
0: No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I think I might be able to even show him that video if it's still in here. Should so mm-hmm. you want to show him the short one it's with little, Robert? Kyle? It's a little long. Oh, stop. you think I too long? Say, okay.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it gives about, you a good window into who he is. Um, yeah, but
1: just go back and check out the the stream. If nothing else, listen to a few few minutes of it because he's really he's a gentleman. Uh, he's very family soft, man, soft spoken. His daughters
0: joined us, talked about the realities of of living with and through. And not,
1: I didn't hear a single complaint from him about his condition, and yeah, he really- um, he talked about the importance of growing up um, under a harsh faith. And he, as an adult, um, through FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes, learned a loving faith. The difference. And he said, you know, he would not have probably um, continued, to, uh, he, he wouldn't be the Christian he is today. Having not been through it, the believer he is today without having learned that side of the, the loving side of the faith. So I thought that was really interesting. I think a lot of people can relate to that, if, especially if we're older. We've been to those kind of harsh um, churches that he was talking about. And um, I know some people really like that, they want to hear that tough message. Um, you know, but there's, there's a different, there's definitely a, a different side of it as well. Yeah. And it's, you can relate to that. I mean, you, yes. you uh, grew up in one type of church and, and worship a different way now.
0: I think it just comes down to however you can find a relationship so that your prayers are conversations instead of prayers and it's everybody on their own timeline, but that's the sweet spot where we can get there. The people who follow this regularly, good morning, Kelly I see you. That's what they do. And they don't just preach it, they live it through the things, the curveballs. And the like the Brian Seit testimony, he was very humble and saying, you know, he thought he was I think he even said in the interview at Fellowship of Christian Athletes a couple of years ago that he was pretty sure that you know, he didn't say he was God, but it was something like that. And everyone laughed, you know, like that he had a Brian Sype but he realized that did it to him. And in an instant that credibility or that kind of title bears a lot of weight when you're when you get full of yourself but when
1: it really does and when you have superstar talent yeah it's so easy to just feel invincible um yeah i i've heard people in the news say that over and over again whether they're sports heroes political superstars business achievers you name it they get they do stupid things you know they some of them steal money. They have affairs, and afterward, they're interviewed. and they And, and the honest ones will tell you. Uh, uh, people will ask them, "How could you do that? You're so high profile. You know you're going to get caught." And they said, "I just I thought I was invincible. I, I I knew better, but I thought I was so full of myself and I was so on top of the world by the world standards that." you know, I thought I was bulletproof.
0: Humility is so key. Now I need to blow my nose. If you're just joining us, there's a reason I sound like this. Okay. And so we're going to utilize the, in
1: radio, we call it the cough button. So we'll be back. i
0: call it the one moment, please. We'll be back
1: in two seconds. (laughs) Wait. Okay. Three seconds. I have a cough. Oh, now you have a cough. Okay. (laughs) Cough coming. Stand by. Okay, that was
0: pretty. Alrighty then. That was all right, somewhat productive. Trying coffee. to spare you the... they're probably. It sounds so bad when, when I heard myself playing back yesterday. We want to talk about that. Our friend don't, Sue don't Jordan. Don't rustle that
1: too much because it'll make noise. In okay,
0: Sue Jordan, and Carrie Sad. We did a Zoom with them because we were supposed to have coffee with them the morning yesterday. Those are household names around these parts. For <laughs> they really are like people who are really strong in their faith and really live it to the T. Um, I'm not sure where that phrase comes, so I'm going to look that up. But To a T. Yeah, anyway, so they are, they're examples, they're living examples of faith for me in action. And When we listen back to our conversation with them, I think that's what I sound like, so I apologize for what you're hearing today. Well, this too will pass. Sue
1: spent a few minutes with Donnie yesterday and quickly was able to tell, okay, you're going through something really hard, which is you all know about her journey, but also these, these bones and joints and muscles that ache and, and, uh, frustration of not getting answers from, um, doctors and medicines. medicines. William, would
0: you, if you're up against the same thing, like you just have seen so many doctors and squeeze so many fingers, squeeze my fingers. How many more fingers to squeeze? Like yes, I can still. Yes, I
1: have squeezed every doctor's finger between (laughs) St. Louis (laughs) and Cleveland. Okay, you know, and even farther west, Jeff City, Jefferson City. Okay, Um, it's
0: something elusive. The blood tests say negative arthritis, and that's fantastic. I'm like, thank you God, and then I'm like, yeah, but wait, what? What is it? And, Don, so and Donnie getting was closer.
1: forgetting the phrase she was saying. Every doctor tells me to pull his finger, you know, like your uncle. Uncle <laughs> said, pull, "Pull my finger, squeeze." You were saying that at first.
0: I said, "Did yeah, I?" Know, yeah. I, didn't realize I was that. you well, doubt, I say that. you doubt? Clarify.
1: Do you doubt that you would say something like that? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, So anyway,
0: the <laughs> doctor who says, "Pull my finger." <laughs> right, you should probably leave.
1: <laughs> right. Um, so anyway, this this year on the good stuff 2023 has all been been all about joy through the journey. So you're going through a journey of your own right now, Donnie, you've moved, you've had pain. Now you're sick. Um, You've been through a journey the last few years that you've shared very openly with everyone. How do you find joy in your journey?
0: Well, because simultaneously what's happening is I've never felt him more in my life that he's leading. This is what I felt this calling for so long to tell the stories like the story within the story of Don Cockroft, like the story coming up on Monday of Robin Savoda, who is this, I feel like to say dynamo isn't even good enough because I use that word so much. She's a great woman of faith, first and foremost. She is hilarious in the columns that she's written. And it comes from her vulnerability, like the stuff she talks about, like, no, you did not like we, that's how we learn. And so now I have this opportunity with sponsors behind this now to do these stories in ways I could never have imagined. So it's almost like weigh in, in the comments, if you would, it's almost like sometimes simultaneously when you're questioning him, I'm getting feedback as well. Like, would you stick with me? I feel that not feedback, but people think you're crazy when, when they, you know, but I, I heard, I felt like he's saying, look, even when you're broken, broken but filled up but filled up he works through our own journeys and this is very candid right now this conversation y'all and I have some friends saying don't be too candid no but the truth is life throws us curveballs and there's no playbook usually and and so having my contract not renewed in broadcast news it happens a lot but it's it's still a shock when it happens to you in this industry it happens quite a bit but what do you do with it? How do you turn the walking papers into my permission slip? That was. The <laughs> and oh my gosh, you're pulling your nose now. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to take a moment. You good?
1: Okay. So, okay. Now, <laughs> forgive me, but these are, these are stock phrases. Okay. We've all heard a million times from you. So I'm asking you, you're going through something hard right now. Unexplained, mysterious pain that, at times, is getting worse. Tell us about your joy during this journey.
0: The joy in it is that I can see that that's how he works in other people's lives, through the brokenness, through the, all right, God, really, God. And I'll put this out there for anyone else who could benefit from this. I always say, well, always somebody has it worse. You know, we've heard that before. Finally, Travi said, why don't you just take permission to know that this is your, this is what you're up against. And it's okay to say, oh, this is awful. It's okay to own it. Do you, are you relating to me if you're listening to this? Own it, but move through it. So there's the, that is the joy for me. The people I seem to meet that I could never have met by my own. We call it divine design, not mine. That's the joy through it all. That um, the journey Is not no, no great person ever stood up to give a great speech or write an impactful book and said, life was so good for me. It was perfect. I never questioned God the end. (laughs)
1: Like Corinne. Remember when you interviewed Corinne, she said, those people who have it all together, they do not interest. Yes,
0: that's exactly what she said. (laughs) Right. Because it's not real. And if they do, you know, so this is what this podcast and these streams are all about. Just connecting each other. It's like pulling a string. One person meets um, someone else, either a similar struggle. And next thing you know, they're connected and now they're doing great things together. That's how it works. We've seen it work over and over. And had I been going to work every day as a reporter, that opportunity, I made a ton of contacts in the business, but the opportunity to genuinely connect people instead of just talk, tell them something for a minute 30 every night. That's the joy through this journey and it's happening. So if you're listening, if you go to the that's where you can find all of our streams where you can see the video. You can catch us on any podcast, anywhere you get podcasts. We're there as well. And there's a chance there's an opportunity there. If you want to be part of it all and sponsor, we say we're growing the good stuff, family tree, 2023. There's a button there to sponsor. Like so many people have already that make it possible for us to tell the stories that we want to tell the way I finally get to tell them. So there's the joy. There it is. That's it. That really is what it is, Travis. I hope that was, um, not too long of an answer, but it's a truth. The joy comes in realizing the opportunities that you never saw coming, the things you could never have scripted. I'm a reporter. I wrote scripts every day. I'm, you know, I've said it before, Don Kendrick, 19 action news, Don Kendrick, channel three news every day part of my name was literally attached to a station that I was proud to work for. But the truth is now you have permission to be attached to the, I say the one true God, that's it. That's it. That's what I'm working for right now. Um, And that'll
1: stay in that. Obviously will stay with you forever, no matter what you're doing, what career you have, where you live.
2: Right.
0: Exactly.
1: That's something nobody can take away and, and,
0: it comes down to a purpose-driven life. Per, Amy's watching. Hi, Nacho. That's a perfect example. Uh, Nacho is what, weighing in on the comments here. And she was uh, always following us from the beginning. Loved her for her commitment. And um, I decided one, um, maybe it's been a year ago, I was applying for some jobs and I thought maybe we shouldn't have Front and center, all of this testimony stuff. You know, maybe it should be more professional. And so we, I opted on my personal page to not do the streams there. And she called me. I wonder if Nacho, if you want to call my cell phone, I know you have it. It's up to you. But we could, um, we could, we'll, we'll send her a link to join. Can you do it's, that really quickly? It's
1: one eight hundred call B. Call B.
0: We sell, we're going to send you a link nacho right now if you want to join audio only. You just turn off your camera if you want. But uh, her testimony is exactly why I do what I do because she said, wait, I always get an invite to follow to watch, you know, a preview. It's coming up. I didn't get it. What's Oh, I said, well, I took it off the personal page just so you know, conventional jobs I'm applying for and stuff. She said, well, okay. All right. I, yeah, I understand that. But I want you to know That it was your conversations on Friday mornings that helped get me through the loss of her daughter. Her daughter, no parent is supposed to outlive their child. And I thought immediately, I said, I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry. Enough already. You don't need, just be you already. That's our message for everyone listening. Just be you. Because your authenticity, as cliche as the word is now, vulnerability, authenticity, It's so valuable now more than ever, y'all more than ever, because people are almost depending on your story. Your story matters. And there's so many that we have to tell. So we have Robin Sabota coming up. We're going to, um, we have three or four more already in the can, uh, ready to be, um, you know, for us to drop. But every, every day we're finding more and more stories. So I say eyes wide open in your own lives. What kind of narrative is God leading you into? Even when you don't understand it, eyes wide open, full speed ahead, be still, but know that I'm God and just keep moving, moving ahead.
1: Yeah. Uh, and your, you know, whatever you're going through, whether it's good or bad, it it counts. You know, right. your, your suffering doesn't mean it defines you or you dwell on it or yes, whine it. about it forever, but at least acknowledge it and, and okay. maybe it needs to, maybe it needs to be dealt with. You know, if you have a,
0: cut. Out. Sorry, what needs to be dealt with? If as you as have a cut no on space. your arm
1: that needs stitches, you don't say, oh, well, it could be worse. I, you know, I'm not going to go do anything about it because at least I didn't get my arm cut off. Uh-huh. Uh, that'd be ridiculous. And, but we do that. We'll say, oh, well, yeah, I mean, I'm going through this hard thing, but it, you know, it could be worse. So-and-so, uh, you know, lost their spouse or so-and-so mm-hmm. has a terminal illness mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, you know, it's still, it still probably needs to be at least acknowledged and dealt with. And Sure, somebody always has it worse, but somebody always has it better too. You know, Donnie, you wake up with aches and pains and you think, well, at least I, you know, at least I have a body. Some people have to go around with only a head, you know. But it also <laughs> For the record,
0: I've never said that it also, That's been making fun of me.
1: It also could be better. I mean, a lot of people get out of bed in the morning and don't go, ouch, 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 ouch. So, you know, and watch what, <laughs> what you're going through is real, whatever it is.
0: Yes. And watch for, because you're in that position, the things and the people that you end up meeting that you would not have otherwise. And so that is the beautiful part of this good stuff. Family. It really is a family, Kelly, Amy, you know, we have so many people, the Hasselbushes, Mindy, they all seem to become friends really through the journey that they've been connected through. And it doesn't matter It doesn't matter if it's an exact kind of journey. What happens is they uplift, encourage, and inspire people along the way. We can all do that. Everyone listening to this right now, you have that potential. You just have to, we say, you know, you got to own it. You got to own it. I'm talking to myself here. And then what happens is people end up, you have this support system you never saw coming. People end up being the hands and feet of Christ in ways that we never expected that we could be to other people. Yeah. Is it okay oh yes. Talk? Because we, we also, Travis has, always has something he likes to discuss that he's found throughout the week. And so this is, we're going to kind of lighten it up. If you want to keep weighing in, that would be good on other things that you're up against. And, but this is something that in my travis's beautiful brain, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, why do we always, do you know people mispronounce things all the time like so sure enough we all do so um (laughs) i thought this would be a great
1: topic to do on audio because you don't have to see any pictures to appreciate this it's all about um it's all about just just this an article about pronunciation okay so i i found um this article on cnbc about how a lot of what they call global brands brands of products that we've all heard of that are from other countries we all we've probably been mispronouncing our whole life okay (laughs) and this is very very um important to these companies now because so many people get their information from audio sources whether it's youtube or podcasts or whatever um and so they're hearing the name of advertisers and so it's important for people to know how to pronounce those advertisers so basically um this article says names often get anglicized or americanized to the point where they're unrecognizable okay so here are a few of them. How do you say that brand right there, Donnie? This Korean. Hyundai. Hyundai. Okay. So Hyundai is running an ad campaign where they are pointing out it's Hyundai.
0: Oh, really? Okay. So I have yeah. been saying, I thought everyone knows it's, it's Hyundai.
1: Hyundai. Okay. What? So Instead of, oops, what did I do? Hyundai. Yeah. Um, Hyundai, right. And so I love this quote. We are proudly Korean Hyundai? with real character and purpose, <gasps> says spokesperson Ashley Andrew. <laughs> that doesn't sound like it. Hyundai. A... Oh, gosh. Yeah, Hyundai. so okay. learned something. Here's today. another one. This one is, I don't I, I may just protest this one forever. I don't know if I Adidas. can handle this. Adidas. Bye. Oh, Adi, Adidas. Das is how you're supposed to say no. that. Because Where's this article from? No, I'm telling you. Listen to this. Adidas. The founder is named Adolf, nicknamed Addie Dassler. And so what? it's a combination of Addy and Dassler, Addy Das. And it's supposed to be emphasis on the first syllable, Addie Das. Not a D, not Adidas, but Adidas. Okay. Well, um,
0: whoever's saying that sound in the eighties didn't know that either. Remember, my uh Adidas walk through something door. You're No, way, no you're, who knows you're, that? Somebody you're, knows you're that.
1: You're way more urban than I am. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Oh, the, that's not saying much. Everyone Wait, is.
0: Adidas? Adidas. Adidas <laughs> all.
1: Okay, that's, ridi- I that's, ridiculous. that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. He, what does he know? He's only the founder. Who wrote um, this article? Okay. Allianz. There's an insurance company. It looks like Aliens. <laughs> a- so you might have like an extended warranty on your cell phone or something or travel insurance that's from Allianz. A L L I A N Z. It's a German word that means alliance. Um, okay. Let's see. Have you heard of. No, this is great. This will be fun to talk about. Bulgari. Have you ever heard of that oh, brand? Sure. Okay. I never have, but it's B-V-L-G-A-R-I. Yeah. Okay. And this is one of our favorite movies, History of the World. <laughs> Bul- Bulgari uses the Latin alphabet in its spelling. That's why there's a, a freaking V in the middle of a B and an L. It looks like b-vulgari. But And so instead <laughs> of a U, they use a V. The, the emphasis is on the first syllable. Right. Bugari, <laughs> okay. I don't even know what that. Is. Oh, it's a Greek. No, is it a jeweler?
0: Yeah. Okay. Absolutely.
1: Okay. Uh, have you heard of that one before? No. Okay, Doctor. It looks like Doctor Otker. German food O E T K E R, but it's Doctor Ertker. Um. Okay. Ja Vinci.
0: Oh, ja Vinci.
1: Da Vinci is gi- yeah, if
0: you said it like that, someone would think you're just trying to be haughty. haughty. Ja Vinci. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Zivanchi. Yeah,
1: like when my yeah. mother says I Did I, you guys I would know love that?
0: Zivanci.
1: I would love to go on vacation to Mexico. That's my mother says that it sounds haughty. Did I you
0: think. send her the link, Nacho?
1: Um no, I didn't. Okay. Um, okay, so let's see. Okay, yes, and Richard Smith, you're right, Rich. We're going to get to that one in just a second. He comments about Ikea. Bad news, ladies. You've been saying Ikea wrong.
0: It looks like you would say, like, idea. Okay. A um, instead of it Exactly.
1: It is Ikea. The word Ikea.
0: which is, is so smart.
1: Is made up of the initials of its founder, Ingevar Kamprad, <laughs> uh, and the farm on which he grew up, Elm yeah, I'm talking. Well, I'm not even gonna bother with this. But Moisture Ikea. Comb. Ikea, okay. Um Lancome, what is that? Soap, lotion.
0: Lancome is makeup and moisturizer okay. skincare. Lawn
1: Lancome.
0: Come. Oh no, I think I knew that one. It's supposed Lancome. to be Lancome, okay. but I don't. I say Lancome. Okay. Let's be honest. Um, but I, I, yeah, I'm sure it's Lancome. Okay. And then it's funny. The more you, it's. I think when you. No, it's Lancome. You're willing to fork over three times more than you should be paying for a product. <laughs> Definitely.
1: Right? It sounds
0: Lancome. If it
1: sounds French,
0: just oh, like wait. Oh, go ahead.
1: Um, everything in Europe sounds fancy. Like, uh-huh. why do you feel fancy when you're in the bathroom in France? <laughs> the be- because European.
0: Oh, Get it? Get
1: it? Get it? <laughs> right. Um, okay. Now, here's here's a good one. Volkswagen is actually Volkswagen, and that's because so the wagon the wagon part doesn't surprise us because of german but it's supposed to be with an f full like f-o-l-k-s in german means the people's car it's like everyday car okay yeah Um, let's see and then um okay let's see nike philip knight the founder of founder of nike uh, did settle the dispute once and forever. It's not Nike. It's Nike. I think everybody says Nike now, but for a long time there was a dispute. What about
0: Porsche or Porsche? Uh, it's
1: on here. It Porsche. Is? Oh, there
0: it is. Here it is. Wow, how funny. Okay, so Porsche. it's Porsche. Okay, right. Porsche. I always
1: say Porsche. Most people do, but Porsche. Whenever there's a woman, a woman named. That we almost always say her name, Porsche, Porsche right? Sure, right? But the okay. car we say Porsche. It's Porsche. Porsche. Now we know. This.
0: For all of you considering buying a okay, Porsche. And, and hang with me here. I have just one more,
1: and this one really hacks me off. Okay, this is, seems like really bad marketing to me. But Nutella, you know the chocolate and nut spread. It's supposed to be Nutella. Why would it be new when there's nut in it? Why not Nutella? It's all about nut flavored.
0: I don't know, but you so need that one, to worry about. That one,
1: that one kept me up last night. I'm, I'm thinking about sending them an indignant email. Yes.
0: So I copied that. Can you um, send it to me, the link, or no?
1: Um, yes.
0: It's copied. Okay. I copied it on there without losing it.
1: Okay. Everybody stand by just a second. I think oh, well, you can still hear us. We're just going to send a text to someone, and um, we're...
2: went went fine um and you talk
0: so the reason we're doing these audio wise if you're just joining us we used to always be video on fridays we're going to try to make this one a podcast format so that we'll we'll have this over on our podcast audio um, as soon as we finish here but the reason we're is it mary joe nacho yeah no no is that's it? a different nacho here <laughs>
1: How many nachos are in your phone? There should be no Wait, nachos.
0: Stop making me laugh. Stop.
1: There's no reason there should be no nachos in your phone at all. Although I'm glad there is, because I wouldn't. I don't know her real name.
0: Hey, hold on. I'm sending it to
1: you. So anyway, can you think of any other any other brands? Um, um, my mother is very well educated, and it's her birthday today. By the way, we're going to call her shortly. She is 80. All right. 84. But she pronounces things really properly. Um, yeah. Okay. And by the way, I've noticed also women women's ages are supposed to be off limits. But And that starts in the 20s, I would say. Like when a girl's in her teens, you can always ask her how old she is. And then once she hits a certain point, it's okay to start asking again. She'll tell people. And I, I want to say that point is once she exceeds life expectancy. Okay. So I'm a financial planner. I'm in the life insurance business. So I know that the average life expectancy for a woman now is like 76 years old or something. So once a woman hits 76, then it becomes a bragging point. I'm 76. I'm 77. My mom was like trumpeting it to the world. When she turned 80, she thought it was really badass. So, and it is, and she is. So that's my theory is that once you hit get past a certain point, um, that, um, that it's no longer off limits. Okay. I don't Um,
0: ever want to be asked my name, my age. I don't think there's any need for that. In general conversation, no. Yeah, I mean... That's why I use long just, comb, so I don't look my
1: age. Just go with late 60s. That's... Or no, what do you say? Late, right. late 50s. Late well, 50s. I do
0: have a theory. If you just round up to the next year, then it's not such a
1: problem. You usually round up to the next decade, though. <laughs> no, I do
0: not. Do. It's a joke. All right. <laughs> so, the best part of waking up is waking up. It's true. And we are glad to have this day, and we were glad to have you along with us. What will you do today to, uh, to make it count to... Um, be inspiration and encouragement for others it's your own story that is the most encouraging and your own vulnerability of it so we sent an invite to you amy if you wanted to join us to close this out to click in we can see if you're joining in and um if not we can do it another and, day and Kellyanne powerful
1: Kellyanne says how do you pronounce often versus often so that could be a whole, that could be our topic next week. It's not brands, but just words that people pronounce funny. Like huh. you and I say syrup and syrup differently. Yes. Um, often and often. Well, syrup
0: is correct. I'm sure. It that. must
1: be. Uh, yeah. And there's another one that has a Y in it. that's just like that. And I can't remember. I thought of it since our conversation, but um, <laughs> we can have those, those debates. And, and some of those debates are going to be frustrating because both pronunciations are acceptable but there will be some where there is a right pronunciation and we will settle the <laughs> argument once and for all. So, Oh, we got, we got, not let's joking. just
0: use the audio here. We're going to go old school here. Good morning, Amy. Hi, I didn't get did a link. Uh, I texted it to, And maybe I can't go through while I'm on the phone, but will you, do you have Amy? You... Let's go to Amy in Cleveland. <laughs> Good morning. You're on the air. That's What's your exactly. joke?
1: <laughs>
2: Good morning, Trabby. Nice to meet
0: you. Yes. It's our first time yes, had callers. Yes. Look at that. You.
1: Yes. Hi, caller, caller. Go ahead. What's your hot sports no, opinion?
0: But it's in, in uh, her your story though. I honestly, and I know that you. Um, the only reason we met was because we were doing that race uh, where Mr. Brennan was not race. He was running during COVID, a beloved teacher, and we were following along. And I was with the wolves and we kept jumping out of the car, jump back in. And we ended up like 30 minutes ahead of him at some spot. So we pull in some driveway and uh, I brought donuts, of course. <laughs> Remember? And I'm like, so you come out on the take? <laughs> she comes out on the patio. I'm like, you want a donut? Because she's friends with that. But I, we never really met, did we? Yeah, No, we
2: never met before that. And actually, I was with my daughter, Jillian, who passed away. She, You met her that day as well.
0: Yes, from a distance, from the COVID yes. distance on your porch.
2: It was a COVID, yeah, it was a COVID um, introduction.
0: Right. And little did I know, here you were following, and you had a certain, like a, a made-up name, Nacho Allen Walsh. And I finally asked him, like, who's this, I asked Karen, who's this Nacho Alan Walsh? Oh, you met her, briefly. So yeah, so we became friends, yeah. with only having really met in person one time. Why exactly. Do you, yeah. yeah. T- so tell me about that. Why Why you follow this, and how and you're the reason why I'll never do what I did before.
2: Well, there was a, you know, dark time in my life. You know, when my daughter suddenly passed away, and it was shortly thereafter, and it was really hard to get out of bed. It was hard to get off the couch. It was hard to do anything. And for some reason I was drawn to, um, your conversation and it just, every Friday morning was something that I looked forward to, um, to get me through it. And just a couple of weeks, like went by and I'm like, where has she been? So I reached out <laughs> and I didn't realize what I said was going to have such an impact, but it was very true. And it was from my heart that, you know, your stories, your messages, the people you were interviewing gave me hope.
0: Amen. And I love you for that. I love you. That's what we could all be. You could, you could be encouragement for someone without even knowing it. Like you changed the whole trajectory of the way I think about what I feel now as a calling that you can, you can, uh, no apologies. This is it. This is it. This feels. And and Amy, you were a teacher. Is that right? Yeah.
2: No, I was the human services director for the city of Broadview Heights. Oh, 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 got it.
0: Okay.
1: Well, I hear, you know, teachers often have the same message, which is, you never know who you've influenced and for how long um, until somebody gives you that feedback. It's like, it's like, right, you, Donnie.
0: absolutely, yeah. Right. Yeah. We all have a favorite teacher. We look back and maybe they have no idea. They, That's they, a good point you make.
1: Yeah. Maybe they have no idea and they're a huge part of your life and they, they have, you have really warm memories and, and uh, are very thankful to them.
0: And have you found, unfortunately, this is a place you never would have scripted. You couldn't have scripted it. No parent is supposed to outlive their kids. But have you found that you have been, have people told you that you have, uh, if there's some sort of um together, again, a cliche, we say together we can, together we will. Have you followed that kind of that even your journey in this low, uh, in this grief uh, has purpose? Or is that is that way too pie in the sky?
2: No, not at all. I mean, <clears throat> we moved to Savannah and that was a plan um, before my daughter passed away. So she passed away two weeks before we were moving here and she was supposed to come with us. So again, it was just a lot of trauma involved in that and I had to come down here and find a job. My husband retired after 30 some years with riser foods. And this was our plan. This was our dream come true. And all of a sudden, you know, it was a disaster, but I, you want to talk about the Holy Spirit, I interviewed for a job at St. Thomas Episcopal Church in August of twenty 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 one, and they did not choose me. Um, they hired somebody else. It was a parishioner, which I felt rightfully so. She was a wonderful lady, and she suddenly passed away. Oh. And the priest, um, Reverend Melanie Lundberg at St. Thomas, called and said, how's it going in Savannah, how's your adjustment, how was the move, this, that, and the other, and she, we had touched, you know, stayed connected, even though I wasn't chosen for the position because I knew just by watching St. Thomas's services online and the, this, you know, the location to the area where we were purchasing a home, I knew that that's where I wanted to go to church.
0: It was weaving, and, God weaving. Yes,
2: so when she reached out to me, Um, I told her, um, you know, my daughter passed away and I really wasn't actively looking for a job, even though I should have been. Um, but she, you know, explained to me what happened at St. Thomas and, um, with their parish administrator and asked me if I would be willing to give a shot. And that's where I ended up. That's where I still am. And they've also hired Greg, my husband as the sexton for the facility. So. I do believe that God has put us where we
0: need to be right now. But how can you say that? Trevi called me out earlier and kind of dodging the question, the joy through the journey, but how can you say that, that God has put you um, where you're meant to be when you feel like uh, you had questions for God, I'm sure.
2: Absolutely. Um, But it's very peaceful in my day. Um, That's where I get my peace. Yes. Yeah, not too
0: many people can say that they get peace going to work yes yes oh my gosh well I love you my friend so much and I thank you for really being (laughs) without even knowing it uh, an important part of this journey and what we're doing and, and encouraging us and inspiring us to just own what it is that feels like a calling so that's what we're speaking to anyone else listening what is it on your heart that may be a calling that you're hesitant to do. No, there's all, all these reasons. For me, keep your nose to the grindstone. This is a great job in broadcast news. ton of people will take it. All true, but I was hesitant to take the leap, and then it felt like God did it for me. So for whatever you're up against, take the next best step. Lean into the people who are adjacent to what you're trying to do, your hopes and your dreams, find your nacho alabalches, find your, you know, find the hassle bushes, find the people who believe in you and watch the blessing that you can be an uh, unexpected blessing in other people's lives in, in ways you would never have scripted. That's really what we see happening over and over again.
1: Hey, Amy, I wanted to ask you something. I, uh-huh. I notice with the people, Don interviews and the people who follow the good stuff, um, oftentimes there are stories of, of people doing good work after great suffering. And um, do you find there's a, a kinship among people who have been through something difficult and listening to their stories and hearing uh, that there are others out there who have, who have suffered and gone through things like you've gone through?
2: That's a great question. Um, absolutely. You know, when you lose a child, you... <clears throat> you know whether it's therapy support groups whatever you, you make the connections with other parents that have lost a child regardless of the reason mm-hmm. and you understand because not too many people do the absolute worst pain in the world
1: yeah yeah but and, and there
2: are there's a lot of despair out there and when you hear other stories it does motivate you and that's what you two do that i don't know if you truly realize is you help people get out of bed
1: wow
2: you help people get off the couch just by you know motivating and the words you use and, and you know you, you recite scriptures but it's not all of the scriptures that do it it's your both of your aspects to it um mm-hmm. and the questions you ask and and the motivating piece of it to keep going um regardless of the situation whatever anybody's in you have to you don't have a choice we have to wake up every day so we have a choice to either stay in bed or keep going and you're there to motivate people
1: what that makes me want to get out of bed
0: yeah (laughs) because you're motivating. that's the
2: thing
1: seriously that's wow that's really i really appreciate hearing that
2: Well, I I want this to work very well for you both because, you know, sometimes when you're in it and you, you know, you do it day to day, you don't see the big picture. So um, Mm. I know that this is going to definitely take off for you and I'm honored to be part of the Good Stuff family. Well,
1: I know that when something bad uh, happens in your life, sometimes that's not your fault um, you still feel it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's easy to feel like something's wrong with me. I'm weird. I'm different than everybody else. People can't relate to me anymore. So I love the idea that we can, um, you know, help people by uh, bringing a community of others who have been through difficult things.
2: Right. And, and we have to stop being ashamed of it. One of the things that I look to as um, my boss, she's my new mentor and you know, she, highly advises and recommends to people that you have to own it you Mm -hmm. have to name it you have to feel it and talk about it and you're gonna get through
1: it i remember when when my dad died i was 30 and he didn't die suddenly i mean it was a it was a long um uh, sickness and and he died very peacefully so it wasn't you know traumatic in that way but i still i i felt funny going to work the next day because i felt like everybody would be staring at me like oh travis's dad just died what do we say oh how, you know, wonder how he's doing and 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 you know' right. be uncomfortable around me and i and I felt a little um like you know like freakish, even though I didn't do anything wrong. nobody did, right. but I still felt funny <clears throat> funny about it, and I can only imagine if something really horrible has happened to you.
2: yeah, it's uh you know you get the <clears throat> you wonder sometimes I wonder what you know how we left, what people think <laughs> um but you just can't do that to yourself. There's a lot of times where you know, someone told me recently, you know, you got to get over this and I'm never going to get over it. And you should never say that to anybody. I mean, maybe she was trying to say, you got to keep moving forward, but it just didn't come out that way. Um, yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of, you know, you want to talk about the person and you should do that to get through it.
1: You know, I, I heard a lady, um, call a talk show one time and it was um it was, it was dr laura and uh the woman said that her daughter had died um it, you know in a, in a at a pretty young age i don't know teens 20s something like that and uh-huh. she said you know when am i going to get over this and dr laura said you're never going to get over this you'll you'll move on with your life but the, but it will always be painful and that that woman goes you know that's the most comforting thing anyone's ever said to me right just acknowledging this, this is what you're going through is, is, is normal.
0: For, yeah, for right. me, again, exactly. it, it don't, you're not defined by it. It doesn't have to define every day. You can um, get up and rise above the things you didn't see coming. And for me, again, like Travis said early on, for the love of all that's good. So your contract wasn't renewed. Big flipping deal in the face of what Amy wakes up with and conquers every day. And But for me, and I think what's similar, I was defining myself by this position. I was um, Don Kendrick with a name after it all the time, whatever station I worked at, until you realize, guess what? You don't have to be defined by that. Your grief, I imagine Amy, doesn't have to define you. It's there. It is never, that void is never going away but you're right. showing by example that it's not defining you. It's real. It happened, you know, and people listening are going to be learning by your example. That's it. That's the whole purpose, I believe, here, while we're this side of heaven.
1: Remember Jackie, right. uh, Jackie, Jackie Bertolette said to you, okay, you got fired. Big deal. Everybody gets fired.
0: Yeah, Go so ahead. what were you thinking? Go ahead, Amy. Amy.
2: No, I was just saying you're absolutely right. You um, you can't let it define you, but <clears throat> everybody's got to work through it in their own way. But to talk about it does help. And to talk to somebody helps. Um, and listening to the podcast helps. There's a lot of different things out there, you know, whether exercise and yoga, everything that you can add into a day to get you through it that's positive.
0: Yeah. That's it. And, uh, uh, my story again is similar to a lot of other people who have found their way out of broadcast news on their own. And this coming Monday, uh, we're going to be talking with Robin Swoboda. You remember her from Cleveland? Yeah, I she's, do. she's pretty iconic, really. I don't think that's too big of a word. And she's very candid about her journey through cancer right now and through broadcast news and jobs that, that uplifted her jobs that were killing her. and. Um, so, yeah, that's a that was a, one of my favorite interviews, Travis, listen along, right? What were you thinking about that interplay between the two of us? It feels like I'm that best sister. Oh, stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there had to be an ending time for that. It would have gone wrong.
0: <laughs> it was too long. Speaking of which, look at the time. Look at the time. We said the best part of waking up is waking up. And next thing we know, we spent an hour with the people who we love so much. So, hey, thank you for taking the time thank to call us. in. And uh, I love you, my friend. God bless you.
2: Love you too. Thank you for
0: all you do. Stay with it. All right. Thanks again for the encouragement. God bless. You too. Bye-bye. So there you go. If you would continue to subscribe on, get your friends to subscribe on YouTube to share the um, posts that we do, especially those Monday pro personality profiles that we do on the people who are the newest branches that we're adding on the good stuff. Uh, family tree they're inspiring and that's that's what we've been living to do and so full speed ahead right travi correct full speed ahead that's right all right we love y'all we hope you have a great week remember to see the good and be the good for others and god bless